Welcome to Time Out for Anesthesia. In these episodes, you'll hear a variety of experts discuss data, analytics, and strategies that can help you modernize and empower your anesthesia practice. We want this podcast to really benefit you, so if you have any questions or a specific topic you'd like Time Out to discuss, you can email us at timeout at grapheumhealth.com. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Time Out for Anesthesia. I'm back with John Lutz. John, welcome back again. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be good. Um, and again, we're going to bring on a surprise guest. Maybe not too much of a surprise if you watched the last episode. Um, but today we want to talk a little bit more about training specifically. So when our clients come on brand new and they're starting to learn their way around, um, here's, we're going to talk about just some really important stuff you need to be aware of. Uh, but before we get started, I want to welcome our surprise guest, Frank Dansby. Here we go. All right. Coming in, Frank. Hello, Frank. Welcome back to the show. Um, so hey, Frank, hey guys. we've, we've introduced you before. We know, we know everything you do. We've talked about Harvard before. So today's, uh, you know, episode, we're going to go through, uh, you know, what, what happens afterwards. So, you know, we've done everything on our, on our, on our charts here. We've, we followed our project plan. We have integration, we have demographics, everything's flowing great. We have forms added. Um, you know, people have their iPads in their hands, right. And then we move on to training. And, uh, so talk a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of what we do with training. You know, when we bring back in Dr. Zavaleta for, for clinical training, kind of the other trains that we do to help soften the beachhead. Uh, and that kind of stuff, and how that kind of helps out with with the actual onboardings. I can share my okay. screen again for that. So, are we talking like actual on-site onboarding, or are we talking virtual training? Well, I think that the virtual training, you know, I, depending on the obviously the side of the site, we, we always like to get people on the phone first, right? Uh, you know, make sure that there's no surprises. We, you know, again, we check that barcode to make sure that they're pulling up patients. Um, you know, there's there's any people we can get on there to learn how to do. You know, learn how to use the phone. Form, sorry, the forms <laughs> before we get on site. Uh, I know that also you go through some of the, the dashboard trainings, that kind of stuff. So I guess, you know, not not a huge subject here, but I think we just talk about the kind of things that we do there. Yeah, it's kind of where the rubber meets the road, right? Um, right? One of the things we do like to do is train the trainer, right? So we we like to do a Zoom call or some sort of virtual meeting where we actually get. Um, some of the main points of contact on site, some of the, the leaders in the anesthesia department or, you know, the actual anesthesia directors and train them on how to use their software in such a way that they become, you know, leaders as far as, you know, where support goes for their own anesthesia team. So we make sure that we fully train them on our iPad and the app and how the forms work, of course, but also on how to answer questions or how to escalate them to us. Because um, essentially, what they're going to be doing is training their own team on how to use the software. So that's something we really like to do. And even if we're not doing it virtually, if we're on site, we still like to pick one or two or more people for that same purpose. Um, just so there's someone on every shift that some, they know who to go to. They, as in like the anesthesia team on site. And I think that's a really good point. Like the train, the training thing is it, you know, it goes beyond actual reforms. You know, obviously we have that clinical discussion with their clinical leaders there, but you're know, also talking to administrators, right? So 
when you have to add a medication or we have to add another provider because we have a new locum coming in, right? You know, I think one of the crucial things that you do is, is you go through and you train them on how to add some things to the dashboard. Because the last thing you want to do is contact graphing support and be like, hey, can you add this medication? Well, of course we can. Well, really, you, we really, you really need to do it. I mean, you can do it fastest. Right. You're right there, right? You know what right. you need to do. And that's that's what we want to make sure we're training you how to do. Um, so I don't know. Talk through some of the where. I guess, okay, maybe I'm going too far ahead of myself. So so we do these phone trainings. We, we get as many people in the know as possible. And then we kind of pick that uh, on-site go-live date, right? Um, I guess maybe I can talk a little bit about that. So what we... Frank and I have done a number of onboardings together, of course, you know, my, my, sure. my main travel companion. Uh, we usually travel on a Monday. We're there on site, you know, early Tuesday morning, um, you know, what, usually 6 a.m., try to get there an hour before the first case started, starts. Um, you know, sometimes we'll have more people on site, but what do we do? Is so we usually put maybe one person into, uh, you know, a waiting, not a waiting room, the, uh, the break room. And then we can have the other person, you know, follow people into two cases if they need to. Um, you know, after the first day, I would say the majority of people are pretty much up to date, you know, especially the phone trainings. Right. We're there at them on site. You know, by noon, you're almost you're almost kind of almost done, really. Uh, then we're really talking yeah. about you know the admin trainings and stuff like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. <clears throat> um, our onboarding is, I think that the most boring onboardings are the best. I think that's kind of the way you look at it. Good onboarding, right. boring onboarding. Um, right. But typically, like, if you're just talking about the life and the day in the life of an anesthesia provider while onboarding with Graphene Health. Um, so you would show up as a provider and be trained. And you'd be shown how to use the forms, essentially. And one of us on site can actually follow you into the OR and stand there in case you have questions look over your shoulder and show you how to use software if you prefer that close of a contact or just generally hang out in that break room waiting on you. We can do this any number of ways to make sure that you are comfortable with the software. Um, one of the things that we we like to suggest with all of this is that if you haven't tested it beforehand, uh, which we always recommend, that while doing it live that day that you are able to really look at it and on the first day, sometimes people will use paper as they go through it. We just don't recommend it. But you get to actually use the software in a live environment with people that can come in and help you at a moment's notice. Uh, so that, that's a great thing. Um, another thing that can happen on the day of go live, essentially, is when you are actually utilizing the software, you can see that we use templates to make things a little bit easier. And you can see things that compared to what you're used to with either your old software or your old paper forms, um, what you would like to see change on the graphing form. And these are all good bits of feedback that we can receive from you. But we like to basically conglomerate all that or aggregate all of it um, over a two-week period. So we basically start to invite you to start taking notes on these things and getting it to someone there on site, um, your main point of contact. Um, and then there might be medications you're missing that day or our rooms need to be listed. And we'll make sure that you're <clears throat> trained and know how to do that as well um, or who to go to. As far as you have, and Frank, some of that, some of that's super important. When I remember back when in the old days when I would do onboardings, I remember at the beginning, um, and we're talking seven years ago now. Um, we would talk, and there would be there would be feature requests, right? Well, I wish it did this. I wish it did that. Can we do this? Can we do that? And the answer to all of those questions is, well, it's software. Of course, we can do those things. Um, 
and lessons learned over time. One was if we make a bunch of those changes right now, tomorrow you're going to be using it and you're going to want us to undo those changes. Um, so that's, that's one of the reasons I think that you have gotten into the habit of, all right, let's write all these things down and now use the app for a while and see if some of these, some of these things you actually, that you really think are valuable are things that you're not going to need or things that would actually trip you up because sometimes our app already does those things, or sometimes even our app makes those things unnecessary. There's been a number of times where we're asked to do something or there's a feature request, kind of like you're talking about, and the app actually does that. And until you ask the question, you may not even know. I mean, it's fairly intuitive, but nevertheless, there could be something that's just glaring you right in the eyes and you just don't know. So what you guys are obviously talking about in this section down here is that post go live meeting, right? The two weeks after our, our actual go live and we, we leave boots off the ground, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's uh, and it is funny uh, that, that day of, well, I really need this. I, I have to have this. Do you really? Let's go through that. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, Oh yeah, I don't need that, but I do need this on a template. Can you do that? Absolutely. No, that's, you know, yeah. use it for a little bit before you, uh, you decide that this is a life changing, that this has to change. Yeah. Cause one of my favorite things about onboarding is obviously is getting interact with everyone and kind of see a different environment. I, I love that, but it's also the idea of it's fresh eyes on software that, you know, my, my eyes are now old too, much like David's. <laughs> I've been around long enough to where it's me. It's just, this is what it does. And I don't question it. So sometimes we get some stellar feedback, like, hey, if we could do this, right. and we're like, you know mm-hmm. what, that would work globally. We would do that for everybody. So that's yeah. why it's another good thing to encourage. But onboarding itself, another thing that I, I tend to tell everyone, uh, and I repeat this often, is about nine to 10 forms. You do about nine to 10 cases, and the yeah. software really Fear does seem to get out of your way. It's, it, it's, it's much like paper with obviously some ways to make it both faster and more accurate. Um, so yes, of course, you're, you're using a, a device between you and the patient, but our goal is to make that as seamless as possible and get it out of your way, actually. Yeah. So now, my favorite thing during onboarding is whenever you get there and it's always like, well, this, this person isn't going to like this. You know, right. they, they, they want to do this right. And almost without fail, that person becomes our biggest champion. You know, a yeah. couple of weeks, like, well, so and so actually really likes this. And I think the success of that is like, of course, all the training, <laughs> but also like the design of the software, right? Because it looks like a piece of paper. It's, you know, it if you're going, especially if you're going off of paper, it's going to feel really similar to you. So, um, yeah, I always love seeing those successes of that person's really not going to like this. And they're the person that loves it the most. So, yeah. So, I mean, I've seen the interface on some of the, the major hospital health systems and kind of how they, they do things. And- Complicated. It is very complicated. While you're able to gather a lot of data from the back end, and it's extremely useful um, to administration or management, um, even reporting. But as far as like a user interface, it's like, well, sitting at a desk to do anesthesia with a computer doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's difficult at best. So I I really do like how our software works in that case. It's very intuitive. So Frank, I have a a follow-up question. that I that I want you to answer um, after after onboarding. Um, so once you once you've been on site, everybody's trained, everything like that. What's the number one most frequent call you get from a support perspective from users? Mm. Well, there's always a password reset. 
That, that's, a, that's always a, that's typical. We're in software, so password reset. Yes, um, I, I would say that honestly, it just outweighs almost everything else. Then there's the one-offs, like like John mentioned. I need this added, such as medications or or locations or a provider's name or things like that, which we're going to train people to do on site. But yes, we get contacts for that. Um, and then kind of the third thing is always this form needs to change in this way, which is kind of what we're talking about in the post go live meeting. Um, but unfortunately the number one thing is password reset. So, (laughs) and just so we're clear for everybody listening, a password reset, anybody can do just by clicking a little button on any of the opening screens. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's just, you know, (laughs) got password. Um, but the interesting thing is you need to know your username, which, which makes us kind of unique in that way. Um, but your username, that's why when we do training, one of the things are onboarding, one of the things, you know, without fail, I mentioned is make your username simple to remember, even if it's all lowercase, or even if you use it somewhere else, because it's a username and you'll need that through such a password. Password's super complicated, as it should be. Username doesn't need to be. Should we uh, should we plug one password and, and password vaults here? This this episode is sponsored by one. I password. don't know how you can get away um, from a conversation about passwords without you mentioning one password. I love one password. I love security of password vaults. I've become a big believer. So anybody listening to this, you know, obviously this is not sponsored by any of those people, unless they want. Uh, I think <laughs> everybody should that. look into security vaults. It is it is the way to go. We at Graphene, of course, have to use it. Um, we're, we're very yeah, secure in that sense. Fine. But uh, yes, but uh, whenever I'm out yeah, in the that, world that, and I find people that use password managers, I'm always impressed with them. I always think that they're way ahead of the game. It's the way to go. Yeah. It, it, it really is. <laughs> It it's a little hard of a startup, but once you get it, like, I don't know what I would do without them. So yes, secure your password in a secure place. That's just a general note. So, uh, okay. So yeah, last, lastly, I guess, uh, so we're, we're all done with onboardings. We moved on. We've handed you off to specifically support, which is usually going to be quarterbacked back by Frank and, and his team and stuff like that. So I think the one other thing that we got to bring in is after support, bring your support questions in to support at graphicmelt.com. Uh, not only is like, you know, we're going to have probably each other's phone numbers. We're going to be in a first name basis and that's great. Uh, but you know, sending in a support at graphicmelt.com, um, does help out because it does actually go to a, a bunch of people that can kind of put more eyes onto it. So if you send it to my text or text it to my phone and I happen to be on vacation and I can't see it or I'm doing something else and like that, you know, I want, we all want to make sure that your, your service is as possible. So support graphicmelt.com. I think that's uh, a big yeah. thing to point out here. So that's one of the interesting things I've, I've found, especially, you know, business to business, you know, anesthesia group or hospital to graphing uh, points of contact can't be stressed enough. I, I think I've mentioned that yeah. a couple of times, but I mean, this is a good case in point. John fields mm-hmm. a lot of text messages from people that we've spoken to and onboarded because right. they have his name and number, like you just said, <clears throat> but that is definitely one way for information to fall through the cracks. Not because John's not and responsive. We- we even have a help page here now. We even have a help page here now where if you want to update your points of contact, you can go to the help page. We can send that to you. You can update it and we'll we'll make sure that's updated. So that whenever there is crucial information that we need to push to you, we're always doing it for the right person, right? So that's perfect. Absolutely. Um, one more thing. One last thing. One last we do have a, a portion on here for handing off to our PR and support uh, marketing team. So David, surprise guest. 
from the very beginning, <laughs> circled back in here. A surprise and, uh, to me, so yeah, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, I, so I, I think loosely, I, I keep it on here as, as a kind of a reminder. And I do tell people, obviously, during our onboard is like, you know, we, we might hand you off to our marketing team. You know, every once in a while, we like to do uh, white papers. And and uh, if there's any kind of marketing quotes, you know, of course, we always want to engage you for that. So, and David handles a lot, all that stuff. He's a VP marketing after all. Uh, so he and his, his team uh, do all that fun stuff. So. I don't know. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, David. Is there anything that you want no, to say? No, 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 no. I think here is your. Floor. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's important. I mean, obviously, um, there's obvious benefits to Graphium if we can get in touch with, especially satisfied users, and get testimonials and things like that to show other anesthesia practices that, hey, this actually is really good. Um, you know, your your word is stronger than any marketing I could ever do. Um, but I think I think we can we get to places where we want that to be mutually beneficial, um, where large anesthesia practice who are part of recruiting or who are trying to win contracts and things like that. We want to attach you um, to the marketing efforts that we have so that we can demonstrate, look, here's, for instance, a practice who is concerned with security and with growth and with um, providing, especially with providing a safer and better patient experience. And things like that. So uh, those are the kinds of things that we try to incorporate in our brand. And if we can associate those things with your practice, this is a really good juncture to kind of start working together on those things. So that's and imagine that's- how helpful it would have been beforehand if you had seen testimonials about Graphium Health and Remedia helped you kind of make that decision, right? It's, it helps right. people, right? Yeah. So everybody yeah, exactly. wants to know where that value add is. So it's, it means a lot coming from other people. So we always appreciate those those marketing uh, for sure. That stuff, so. Cool. All right. Well, I think that that covers it. Really, that does get us to the end of the onboarding stuff. So this would be the, the last video in the series. Um, but I guess I'll close it. I, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Please get a hold of us if you have any questions, of course. Uh, and we look forward to working with you. Thanks again, Frank. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, Bye Frank. <laughs>